Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam, and I am back with another episode. Um, thank you guys for listening up until this point. And if this is your first episode, welcome and thank you for clicking on my episode. I deeply appreciate it. Um, Sam, you know, Jamaican background, 32 years old, um, trying to make things happen for myself. And on this podcast, I kind of just dive into the things that I struggle with, the things that I am triumphant with, um, the good, the bad, the ugly, the in-between, um, the beautiful. And I share with you guys in hopes that, you know, you remind yourself that you're not alone. And also it's an outlet for me. It's a great place for me to be able to kind of vent and put it in a place where it can be, you know, hope, you know, helpful to other people. Um, it's important to me to continue to spread the opportunity for people to pick themselves up and become the best version of themselves. And I'm excited to be able to do that with you guys through this platform. And I appreciate all the listeners and we are growing. We are growing. Our numbers are changing. We are growing. And I'm just, I'm so humbled by this opportunity to be able to make this kind of change. Um, Recently I had, I had a memory come up on Facebook about four years ago, five years ago. I want to say five years ago, I went to the Oprah's um, Live the Life You Want tour with my sister. It was actually a gift. Funny story. I actually gifted my sister the ticket to the tour and it was pretty pricey at the time. It was over 200 bucks and I knew she was obsessed with Oprah and always wanted to see Oprah and I gifted that to her and um, it was quite interesting because I bought myself a ticket because I knew she wasn't going to go by herself. But I had only really known Oprah to be the talk show host and didn't really care for her. Didn't know why, you know, my sister was so obsessed. And it's crazy because as I, you know, participated in the concept, I think it definitely, I mean, it was a three-day event. So it was quite long. But when I participated, I received, I mean, Yana was there. A lot of her great um, supporters were a part of her camp, you know, were there and I thoroughly enjoyed the idea of just breaking down pieces of me and dusting off the parts that I don't talk about as much and I don't get into as much. And it definitely is a huge inspiration as to why I'm even doing something like this and why I kind of made a shift, whether knowingly or unknowingly, into talking about self and growth and becoming a better version of myself, et cetera. Um, I am going to talk about burnout, burnout. So Burnout is something that, oh my goodness, we all have experienced, I feel, and at some point of our lives. Burnout is actually something more recently in the last two two years um, I've had a word for, but I've also been able to just be more mindful. So once you are almost like diagnosed with something, so you basically have come to top, to top of mind, you're able to catch yourself and, and kind of you know say, hey, am I experiencing a burnout session right now? Because that's what it feels like. And um Unfortunately, with burnout, it is a everyday thing. So for those of you who aren't familiar, like I wasn't, burnout is essentially um, when you have reached emotionally, physically, what feels like the end of the road when it comes to applying yourself to just everyday average things. I mean, it definitely goes hand in hand with things like depression and you know mental health and things like that. But um, burnout is essentially just being exhausted exhausted from participating, from showing up, from doing any of those sort of things. And although you do want to, and you are, you know, 
on this roller coaster, you just physically don't feel like or emotionally don't feel like you have access to that anymore and you're just burnt out. Um, so I have been going to therapy and if you guys haven't already check out the other episodes where I talk about therapy, my aha moment, all of those sort of things and unpacking kind of the experience of trying to figure out what, what am I dealing with? What are some of the things that I'm struggling with? Because this time around, I decided to approach it from dealing with the core issues of therapy. So the things that I'm dealing with, um, that are the, the, originators of the, you know, the behaviors that I have now. Now, I've been also listening to Brene Brown's um, podcast, Dare to Lead. Super, super big fan. If you haven't checked out um, everythingandme.com, feel free to do so on there. I have like a, a kind of like a, a bucket list of all these different podcasts and stuff like that that I listen to. And it, it really does give me um, a really great opportunity to... Um, just understand pieces of me that I don't get to talk about or fully, you know, get together. So some people say to me, oh my goodness, Sam, how do you find out this information? This is one of the ways that I absorb information. I love to learn. I love to just, you know, draw in information, especially if it interests me. Um, and so I always try to find a different way to be able to, you know, get that information. So um, let me see, what is it? Oh, social media tools for your growth journey. That's what the, the blog post is called. Um, or even tools that help help to stay goal-oriented. So that's also another one that I have up there. And I have my previous workshops. I need to put all of them on there. Anyways, so I've been listening to her, her podcast recently because I want to shift my mind. So um, it's very important, especially when you are trying to problem solve is that you are looking at this, the problem from different angles and you are broadening horizons as far as what could possibly be the cause of it. So therapy is one of the ways, listening to podcasts, another way, you know, sharpening my relationship with God and connecting with that, spiritually finding ways that I can listen to myself, my body, my feelings, my emotions, making that permanent, um, prominent, um, taking care of myself in the best way I know how of self-care in any way, shape or form. So those are just some kind of quick examples of how I'm pouring within myself to make sure that I can fill my cup up, but also just understand in general, like what in the hell is going on? Because I'm experiencing such tension and stress and overwhelmingness. And I had a break um, about a week ago and I felt really good, but I am still on the cycle. And I get the sense that I have this like I'm skipping apart. So in listening to her podcast um, yesterday, actually, um, it talked about, it talked about, what did it talk about? What was the concept on? I'm forgetting as we speak, but I believe this episode in particular was on grit and the importance of trying new things. And so the title alone just drew me you know, to it, because I'm always trying to find a way to check out. So let's go. So um, in, in the episode, um, it talks with Dr. Angela Duckworth. So if you haven't already, check it out. It's on Spotify. It's free to listen to. Great conversations, great opportunities to shed light on things that we deal with, but from a more medical professional standpoint where they talk about the data, they talk about surveys, they talk about the chemical reactions in your body, et cetera, et cetera. So it was very useful to just, just 
have it's a conversation. It's not super technical or anything like that, but it's just a it's just a it's just a specific conversation, you know, on this this theme. And you know, there's genuine drawing. So anyways, so talks about that. And there were three things. I even wrote them down because I was like, I need to process this. Um, mental health and the whole process of therapy and what is that cycle and what are you trying to complete within that cycle? And so the three parts are recognizing the behavior or the feeling, two, feeling the feelings, and three, putting perspective on those feelings. So as I assess myself, that that completely like awed me because I was like, whoa, hold on, hold on. I don't feel the feelings. And that's a crucial step. That is like turning the page. You know, you, you can't completely, like I skipped that part. I completely skipped that part. So little backstory. I am all about um, moving through life. I'm all about if I wake up the next day, the next day is another day. It's another opportunity to hit the ground hard. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Even if I have a, a, a tricky, you know, top of the morning, that afternoon doesn't have to reflect that. I can bob and weave. I can put myself in a place to win. And so um, I'm always finding, you know, a way to, obviously I'm very good at analyzing. I'm actually, my therapist told me I overanalyze and I'm very overly self-aware of what's going on. So I'm that type of person, essentially, when it comes to myself, who is narrating the entire movie, that I know everything that's going on. Um, I don't actually do that in movies because I really don't watch them that often. But um, in that, in that, just that sense of like, what am I feeling? What's going on? I'm very aware of my feelings and my emotions and what exactly is happening. The part of feeling your feelings. So that's a natural way for you to be able to process and allow your body to go, you know, break that down, de-stress, see it through. This brings me into another episode that I listened to about burnout today, actually, and I'm still kind of going through it with, again, Brene Brown, Emily, and Amelia Nagoski. And they're talking about their, um, they're talking about burnout and how to complete the cycle. There is a book that they have, which I haven't read yet. I just found out this, you know, now, um, but I had read another book, um, two years ago. Um, called The Burnout Generation, which gave me the language for burnout. And that's where I understood and connected the dots. But this is a more scientific version. And for my female um, listeners or self-identifying, we are more prone to burnout. Just a heads up in case you're like, "Mm, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, Because our are what well, we are positioned in society. Um, we are intended to be the catch-all. We are to look pretty. We are to be calm. We are to have it together. We are to, you know, allow to be the glue to allow things to flow through. So that weight that that definitely contributes to a lot of stress and burnout. Um, in listening to this podcast, I completely like was just in awe. There's some couple things that I wanted to share with you guys because I thought they would be super beneficial and useful. But the idea of processing your feelings or going through the tunnel, as they refer to it in the book and also on the podcast, is there is a light on the other tunnel. With feelings, there is a beginning, middle, and end, as I learned. And I realized that for some reason, I just either rushed through and I kind of skipped the middle. 
I, you know, jump towards the end. And so I find myself repeating that cycle over and over and over and over again. And so I have this backlog. Now I'm going to be insanely honest with you guys. This concept of them, and they talk about in the podcast of them, um, of them talking about the the book and why they even came up with the book in general is because they she one of the um, authors actually twins one of the authors wrote another book um talking about it was a sex book and the part about stress is what triggered where most women were like yeah yeah i get all the other stuff but what about the stress that surrounds everything in life and then obstructs the urges or the emotion and this is something that I currently am feeling and have been feeling where I almost feel clogged, if you will. So what I mean by that is because of the burnout, it is now bleeding into so many different parts of my life. And that probably wasn't a great segue, <laughs> but it's definitely um, spilling into other parts of my life where it is it is like basically creating barriers, really thick barriers I am like the matriarch in my family. So a lot of things that happen, people come to me. So when you are in a social situation where you're expected to manage everything, put everything together, keep everything together, hence, you know, um, you don't get the same opportunities that people who are looking to you for help or release or relief um, to be able to experience um just the overall cycle that your body needs to go through in order to get through that tunnel. So that's why I'm black backlogged. And all of this is within two days that I've been able to come to this conclusion. And it makes so much sense because here I am harboring all this tension, this frustration, and I'm wondering why I can't make progress because the next day I'm showing up and I'm ready. I'm good to go. I'm, I got my, my good thinking cap on, my positive patty energy, and I'm just want to hit the ground running, but I'm halted by the smallest things or the things that just catch me off guard. I don't cry that often. Um, I don't cry enough, apparently. And there's so many different things to release that I don't do. So I knew, I talked about um, outlets um, in one of my episodes, which is very true. I do have outlets. Yes, this is true. But I realize that I don't have de-stressors. Outlets are great de-stressors, but specifically like Hmm. How do I explain the difference or put language to it? So an outlet is essentially a way that you can occupy your time positively or in a more positive, um, you know, space. So you can do something that's productive or proactive that could definitely help and alleviate the tension that you feel. But the release or the um, tension, like doing something for relief, such as crying or laughter or, you know, doing something that feels good um, is different. So that concept is what helps you get through the tension that you feel or the frustration that you might feel when dealing with a lot of stress. So that's, that's key. That's very, very important. Okay. So Let's, let's get into this. Okay. So we have all this stress that we're dealing with. So it could be the smallest thing. So something that they use for an example is, you know, essentially when you deal with something that is traumatic or frustrating and in that moment, because it's not socially appropriate or it's not accepted, you know, as far as your true response or the, the innate response of just being able to, um, react how you feel, you're basically like, 
holding your breath. You hold your breath, you hold your emotion until you're able to feel that, or you just stuff it. So for me, I feel like I do experience a part of that. And when I do create the time to be able to um, break myself down, it's a backlog. I'm backlog. I always said this about myself where um, essentially I hold on to so many different things that I'm dealing with. And the only time that I get, I feel broken down or I feel battered is because, or I lose my shit is because I have accumulated a lot of things and I can no longer carry it. So it's essentially going around the house, picking up different things that don't belong. And now you've gotten to the place where, you know, your, your stuff, your hands are full with things, even though you've been slowly putting other things down, your hands are full with things. It just so happens that you're picking up larger things or more smaller things that are very hard to carry in this, this cycle. And then you stub your toe in the midst of trying to get to the next room or you hit your arm on the the corner of the wall. And then that creates that break where your reaction is like, okay, drop everything, tend to this, 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 this hurt, this pain. And so that's exactly what happened for me. And I recognize that and I can see that, but I didn't have the most effective, um, the best way to be able to navigate that feeling and understand that feeling. Now, if you haven't already, please check out that that um, episode um, on Brene Brown's Daring to Lead, talking about um, <clears throat> burnout and how to com- how to complete the stress cycle. If you haven't, because it, it, it's amazing, um, and I'm just going to touch on a couple things that they talk about, but and also intertwine obviously my own experience. Now, the Burnout Generation is also another book, very easy, very quick read, talking about three three different subjects and their experience with burnout and how they've been able to put in some barriers and boundaries. And I've definitely applied a lot of the things that they put in um, to the book about cutting off work at a certain time. So for those of us who are overachievers, and I'm one of those people who's always thinking about different things, um, shutting off the valve and the access is important. I used to be available on the weekends, available at 7 p.m. It didn't matter. I had to just stop that because it was thoroughly cutting into anything I was doing, self-care, laughing, eating, whatever. I'm responding in the same energy that I would at 9 a.m. at 9 p.m. And that I can't shut that off if I don't you know, create the barrier. So I have intentionally blocked that out. And I've tried to, to urge off to less texting. I think right now, especially being in such a digital world, it's very easy to get caught up. Let me send a quick test, text instead of an email. Um, just little things. It definitely makes a world of a difference. So creating some sort of boundaries is something that I would definitely, definitely recommend. Um, you know, scheduling your own time, your own free time is also super, super important. I struggle with getting this podcast out, podcast out because other things take priority. And sometimes it's even something as like just procrastinating in a sense, like I'm avoiding the responsibility and I don't know why it's, it also could be like, you know, for instance, when you're trying to start a project and you know, there's so many different things you have to do. What's the point of just starting one little piece? But if you, think of it down the, you know, the long, in the long run, you look at yourself and you're like, I'm so glad I started that one piece because there's one less piece I have to worry about. So there's so many different things you can do to prevent burnout and what that looks like. And everyone at some point has experienced that emotionally. I will say I'm burnt out because I've had a lot of emotions 
put on me that haven't necessarily transferred into something positive, which is about the outlet concept. So having an outlet where you can be creative or you can give off that good, good juju or, you know, um, switch that energy up into something positive. Um, they gave a lot of tips. So I'm going to give you guys that information, but I want to talk a little bit more about just burnout in general and what that, how that may show up in your life. So for instance, if you are, you know, busy, meaning you have a lot of obligations, um, you have unrealistic expectations when it comes to managing your time. So you are expected to have a class at this time, then go right into a, a call at this time, then produce some work at this time, then go back into another class or, you know, you're doing work and you have five meetings that are back to back to back. You don't get a time, you don't get any time to turn the switch off, to reset, to do any of those things. Something that I've started doing is for my meetings, having a minimum, minimum, if need be, if I can, 30 minute break in between. With Zooms, it's very easy. Just click on the next meeting, click on the next meeting, click on. But I have really tried to make um, an effort to have my meetings broken up because there's no way that I can turn on my thinking cap from finance to um, event coordination to social media to business to, you know, program dynamics to culture. I can't, I can't flow through that effectively and show up. So you're essentially like beating yourself down for every ounce that there is. And you have to be careful because there's only one of you. So I don't know what you were thinking with that, you know, travel time. So trying to get from one place to another and a certain amount of time with the unpredictability of traffic or weather, things of that nature, giving yourself some grace is a huge part of it all, but just setting yourself up to win is the biggest part of it all is making sure that you are staying in tune with your body's reactions and emotions towards the situations. And sometimes you need to check in. I mean, I even kicking myself about, getting certain things done and produce and, and out there. But I never realized, like I, I well, not never realized. I literally had this conversation yesterday where I had, uh, I had an emergency meeting therapy meeting where I was like, I need to talk to you today. Like the, the feelings that I'm feeling, the anxiety, the overwhelmingness, it just is boiling up. And I know it can turn into rage. It can turn into anger. It can turn into frustration. I want to check out, you know, I had an episode where I just, everything felt, felt like it was crashing down. Monday, I overextended myself. I overdid things because I'm feeling guilty about not doing as much as I need to be doing. So I forced myself into doing X, Y, and Z. And then I'm just in this cycle of this hyper you know, productivity. And as soon as I, I was done, I literally was like, boop, not here anymore. Checking out. I don't see anybody. I don't notice anything. Nothing could be possibly going on. So all of these different things come together and create um, this feeling and 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 does this for you. So um, it, it's it's scary. It's extremely scary, extremely stressful to be in because it almost feels like you're not in control of your circumstance and you're trying to get out of this hole that you have dug yourself and you see the light and you're like, okay, but now the soil is wet and now rocks are coming on you and halfway through, you get tired and you need a break. Oh, now you're hungry. So you go in through this rabbit hole. And if you're, you're like, yes, girl, you are not alone, honey. You are not alone. It is a struggle. It is stressful. It is uncomfortable. And something about me, I love my peace. I love feeling good inside and out. And I felt it before. So I know that it's there. Um, I do have factors that are 
beyond my control that are getting to me. And that's what's contributing to the burnout because here I am harboring all the emotions and the feelings of them all and stopping myself as a habit to not go down this cycle because I'm afraid that I may lose control. I'm afraid that I may not find the happiness and the joy. I may be turning into this bitter bitch after, after all, um, you know, you don't, you, you really, I fight myself on this because as soon as I get into a, a, a situation where I'm not counting my blessings, I'll come at myself and say, no, 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 we're not, we're not doing that. Mm-mm. I don't give myself that kind of permission to go into complete spiral zone. So that's something I have to be mindful of because sometimes that's what I need. I need that to complete that cycle. I need to get to the end of the tunnel by going through the middle. And um, I don't give myself that. So that is super important to just be mindful of when it comes to navigating everything. And obviously I experienced that and I felt like, you know, more recently I have this, this built up, this build up that has created like a, almost like rock solid matter where there is now bridges and, and things that are there that shouldn't be there. And I can't, if I can unlock those things, I can get to success. I can get to operating at my full potential, but if I continue to focus on the masonry work, I'm not going to be able to bask in the fruits of my labor because I'm just, I'm more focused on just, oh, add it to the pile, add it to that side. Okay, let's organize it now. Let's just put it over here where the rest of the other stuff is. Oh, there's a new one. Okay, I'll make some space over here. Once I continue to create that space and do that, it's just going to get worse. There's nothing about it that's going to get any better. It's really all up to me what's happening. So a couple things that I would recommend when you're burnt out, accept it. Accept that you're burned out. Don't just use it as something to say that you are. Accept exactly what it is, how you're feeling, and what you're feeling. Don't don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. It's just not worth it. Um, I also would say to acknowledge it. Tell you know those in your circle, your boss, whomever, because this can help them put in perspective what needs to be shifted. Burnout does not mean that you are handicapped. It just means that tapping into the same energy that you had initially or you started with is 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 hard to find. It's hard to find because right now you are in the thick of just uncomfortableness and darkness. And so because of that, you need to shift kind of more or less the things that you are working on to just dissect them and deal with them because you are emotionally clogged. You are backed up. You are not processing everything and giving it the space and the time that it needs to heal to deal. So, um, knowing this information, especially for me, I definitely felt like, okay, now I need to be on this journey of figuring out how do I solve this? How do I get to the next stage? And so this is where, you know, me seeking out this information so that way I could have a better understanding and then realizing, aha, that's exactly what it is. That's that process of me being able to find something. So now that I know this information and just so happened to need to record a podcast, as I always do, um, I thought it was important to just to share with you guys in real time. I love to share with you guys as, uh, as soon as I possibly can, because I want you guys to be a part of the journey. And I also think that something like this is super important. And as I was looking through the episodes that I had produced, I realized I didn't even talk about burnout as far as creating its own episode. And it's crazy because I mentioned it many times before, and it's a huge contributor to my stress and all of those sort of things. And 
it's definitely something that um, I think happens, especially a lot now during the pandemic where we are managing, I'm managing so many different parts of my life, you know, that I could, I can't compartmentalize a lot of the things because a lot of those things are starting to blend together. So super important that I get that out to you guys. Um, another thing when it comes to just burnout in general is feeling like it's never going to end. And just even, even like realizing how long you've been burnt out and feeling like, okay, does this mean I need a career change? Does this mean I need to make more money? There's this, this complimentary sometimes feeling of feeling stuck, you know, yes, there's hope and yes, there's, there's, I want to do something different, but there's also this feeling of just stuck. And that feeling of stuck is because you're burnt out. You're literally stuck. You're, that's why you're burnt out because you're just you're just grinding your gears. You're just holding your breath. You're not putting in motion the things that are necessary. So you got to think of it as an opportunity to break things down piece by piece and see what pops up and give it the attention it needs and start to make some sort of progress. It's really about you know easing the tension in your body and the things that you feel when dealing with certain things or dealing with life in general. And so you have to be mindful and you have to kind of take your time and and care to be able to unlock the things that are necessary to be able to be in a better place. So for me, it feels like a little bit of everything because just mentally I feel blocked. I feel clogged up, backed up, you know, hardened, all of those sort of things. I'm just coping at this point. But some of the things that they had recommended in the podcast, which I believe is actually also in the book, but um, um, I can't wait to listen to it. I mean, it's it's something I need to hear. I mean, I listen to Audible, so you know your girl will be listening soon. Um, is laughter, um, pure laughter, not like social laughter, hanging out with friends and laughing because everybody else is laughing, but just like that genuine laugh, which is funny because I can recall times that I would just go on Twitter and just like have a ball out laugh, like boohoo laugh. Like some of the things on there are so stupid, but they're hilarious, but they they definitely create an opportunity where your body can feel the, feel what's going on. But it's like a healing thing where you're laughing. It's like a universal way of healing. So definitely want to do that more of that breathing. So I actually did this day before yesterday during my burnout. So well, my burnout episode, I'm going to call it because that's when I, it all hit me at once. And I was like, Whoa, Oh no, 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 no. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. So I had to find ways to kind of calm myself down and I participated in breathing. So they recommend doing this for at least a minute and 20 seconds, um, where you're just focused on the breathing. Yes. You're going to have thoughts everywhere, but if you're focused on breathing all the way in as far as you can, all the way out as far as you can, um, slowly, but surely you'll start to basically take your body out of the, um, stress response. And so that's the goal. So, you know, with burnout, the stress response is your worst enemy and the feelings that you feel because of that is, can cause heart attack, you know, high blood pressure, all of those sort of things. Walking, you know, being active, move, being active, moving your body. I literally thought of this yesterday as well too, where I was like, okay, I need to start to figure out how can I move my body. I have, I had experienced an injury, a slight injury last week, which sent me into a spiral of having to just relax and sit down. And that's not like me. I'm a mover and shaker. I'm always doing something. So forcing my body to sit down was the opposite of what I wanted to be doing. 
But, you know, I knew that if I ever had to sit down and slow down, it was important because I don't want my body to not be able to operate in the way that, you know, it should. So I have been trying to take it easy as whenever I can, and I'm going to continue to do so. But there are other alternative ways that I can be able to enjoy my body and what it's able to do right now. So moving your body, hugs. Oh my gosh. I, it's so funny when they said that because I love hugs. I love good hugs, good, long, genuine hugs. And they talk more in detail as far as how to hug. So, you know, hugging is different. I mean, they're just different kind of hugs and they talk more about it, but just briefly, it's more about leaning into one another, connecting with your breaths or your body and your body starts to feel like it's almost like melting. And that actually happens to me with my partner, whenever I hug him for long periods of time and I pay attention to my body, that actually happens. And I really, I seek that out. I definitely enjoy that, but, um, I suck at it because, you know, the things that are quote unquote priority take over and I forget to do those kind of, those kind of stuff. Anyways, clogged up, backed up guys. Um, so cry more. Crying is actually very beneficial. It allows your body to feel and to go in its cycle. Now, if you basically put the feelings that are the cause of the cry to the side and don't allow those things to fuel your cry, you actually won't be crying for years. Um, It's more about allowing your body to release the um, response and not necessarily go into the cycle or the abyss of the tears and the dramatics of your body reacting in that way. So crying is one. Creative expression, which I really, really was so happy about because I feel like that's such a big part of it all of just being creative and that fuels me. And I'll have jolts of that where you'll see it, you know, through marketing and messaging and all those sort of things. And then I'll kind of go into, you know, the abyss and you guys don't hear from me as often via social media, but creative expression definitely creates, um, an engine moving through that cycle. Um, it's a way to take, you know, your pain, your frustration, your feelings, your emotions into something that is produced through that energy. So using that, channeling that energy into something productive or healthy, such an, such as an outlet. So, you know, those are some of the things they touched upon in the book and in the podcast itself. And I just, I just found it to be like breathtaking because I'm struggling with this guys. Like it is hard. It almost makes you feel like you have a mental illness and you're, you're not prescribed anything yet. And you're waiting in line and just trying to figure it out because you go into the cycle, just feeling crazy. Like this is not where I want to be. This is not how I want to feel. And so to be in that place or to feel like I'm stuck in this place is just, it's overwhelming. It is extremely overwhelming. And to know that that valve is shut, shut off, that emotional, you know, side of it all. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's just, it's scary. It's super scary because losing yourself. I know I've definitely done that before. Completely unintentional though. Um, and I just felt like, what, what are you doing? Like what, what's going on? And to, to notice the signs, to feel the signs, to see the signs, it's even scarier because you feel like no matter how much you stop, you try to stop it or avoid certain things, life is going to happen. It's going to go on. It's going to, you know, take its course and there's nothing you can do about it. But finding these tools, finding this, this outlook on life and access to how you can effectively create um, behaviors or participate in activities that can unlock the the pressures that we face and the frustrations that we face and the um, complete like overwhelming experiences that we deal with into a productive way. It just feels like 
I got the keys to my life back. And so I'm super excited to start this and to shift gears. I know this is something that I actually need to do for myself because I'm sitting in it. And if you are too or have been, I hope this definitely helps. And I hope this, you know, brings light to what you have going on. And, you know, it's, it's very uncomfortable to be uncomfortable. Now people say that all the time, but I never could put like, um, I'm a visual person. So to be able to say there's a tunnel and to know that like on one end is darkness on the other end is light. And in the middle, you're just, you're just running in circles. You're not able to get out of that. That's what uncomfortable feels like. That's uncomfortable to me. Like just that, that is what that feels like. So to know that I can put into um, process all of these different things to break down that cycle and get to the other side. Now, granted, it's not going to happen overnight and patience is not something I work well with, but going to have to do that. Um, But, you know, knowing that there is another side and there's another opportunity to it all, I'm super excited. I'm super motivated. I can't wait to see what happens and where things go and what I'm able to make of this because I just see so much greatness for me. But, you know, life is about a process and there are things you won't get access to until you, you know, handle other things. And I know this, I know this very well. And so burnout for me, it's very important. It's like saying, if I give you $10, what, you know, and you manage it poorly, what makes you think you can be able to handle 50 or hundred bucks? And that's how I feel with, when it comes to success and just doing great things in general, if you want great things to happen to you, or you want great things in general, you have to be able to manage or manage your best you know, capacity, the things that are good in order to get to great. And so I feel like I'm doing good, but I really want to get to great. And in order to do that, I need to manage my good in a healthier way. And this definitely has unlocked a lot of opportunity for me. And I hope it does for you guys too. You know, burnout is real. The stress of everything around it is real. You know, being irritable, having tension, going to defense mode, you know, protecting yourself, putting up that armor every time something happens, not being able to have the words, oh my God, brain fog, brain fog, knowing that there's a Rolodex of things that you need to do and can't even get to it because your oomph is gone. Your mojo is gone. And maybe you are eating healthy. Maybe you are trying to exercise and you just feel like you keep getting knocked down. Well, there could be things that you haven't processed or efficiently processed, you know, through your cycle that won't allow you to get to the other side. And you need to, you need to manage that. You need to mitigate that. You need to be on top of that and you need to shift things in a different direction. I know my walks slash runs take about 40 minutes. If I was home and I said, you know, I'm not going to take that walk. I'm not going to take that run. You know what I could do in them 40 minutes? A whole lot of nothing. But once I get out that door, that's my path. That's where I'm going. There's no, I, I don't do detours and come home. I I complete it. Once I started, I'm going to complete it. And I never, I always say this, I never feel bad after a walk or run. I never feel bad. I never feel like that was stupid. Oh my God, what a waste of time. I never feel that way. I always feel like, okay, all right, let's go. Did did I lose three pounds? Did I, did I, did I not? I feel like I just did. You know, even even if it's a little delusional, it does feel great. Um, There is actually a TED talk about weight loss and it talks about how you actually lose the weight. And believe it or not, the science science is behind sweat. Can you believe that? Sweat and breathing. It's it's insane. Anyways, um, I hope this this episode was pretty useful for you guys. It was definitely just 
it's it's still it's still like it's real life right now. It's all the way real life for me right now. And so, you know, pardon me for my words and just finding them because I'm still processing it. I'm still trying to just absorb all of this information and, you know, create an activity behind it, an opportunity behind it so I can get to that place, you know, where I can manage myself better because that is my responsibility. And something else also they talked about self-care is a responsibility, but it's hard to have self-care, self-care when the environment is not creating an opportunity. There is no, there is no sun after the rain. So self-care doesn't take a priority. And I wish I would have considered that sooner, but you know, when it comes to burnout and doing little things like that, that could, you know, essentially change your life, especially with parenting and, you know, career goals, searching and school and all of those sort of things. Self-care is hard to find. I mean, I find myself like even just shaving is self-care. Like it just, it's gotten that, it's gotten to that small little thing of just upkeep, maintenance, hygiene, all of those sort of things, self-care, self-care, brushing my hair, self-care, like all of those different things have turned into self-care. And I've really had to be creative with my time to be able to, um, reap the benefits of that, you know, spend a little money. I did that yesterday, getting some hair that I've been dying for, for years, to be honest with you. This year, I definitely have made an attempt to knock off things that have been on my bucket list for a while. And I think it starts with having such a great attitude about the year, even though I've had to deal with adversity, you know, deaths and uncomfortable situations and just triggering situations in general. Um, being able to unlock that is, is definitely been so much, it's given me so much more ease, but, um, I'm, I'm rooting for you guys. I'm really hoping that you guys are finding ways to unlock the stressors that you're dealing with. And I just can't wait to see what it looks like for you guys in the future and, you know, interact with you guys. So let's, let's try and avoid burnout however we can. And thank you guys for listening to another episode. Check out everythingme.com for more information And I can't wait to chat with you guys next Friday in my next episode.